Hello and welcome to this Sunday evening edition of Words from the Word of God. As we get into the message, last time we were together, we read scripture from the uh, Word of God from the book of Revelation, chapter 20. Uh, we read there verses 10 through down, down through verse uh, 15, and then we uh, looked over in Revelation 21, verse 8. But today, as we begin, I would like to reference a few verses in Revelation as the Lord's leading. And I just ask that you would pray for us and just pray for each other and pray for ourselves that the Lord would open our eyes to what this message is about and deal with our hearts concerning this message. Verse 13 of Revelation chapter 20 says, And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell. Now that Greek word there, uh, hell carries with it the meaning of Hades. That That is a place called Hades. We will talk about that in more detail shortly. But let's read this again. It's, the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and Hades, or hell, delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and Hades, or hell, were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. The reason I stress this about Hades, and if you read right here according to the Word of God, as we are right here and we said this before, this is the most hopeless and helpless situation, verbal picture in the Word of God as we come to the end of the Word of God here in Revelation 20 uh, and 20 through through 22. These are the final words that, that God has given us in written form. And this is the revelation of Jesus Christ to the Apostle John. But as we read right here in Revelation 20, these verses, this speaks of the final end all of end all judgments upon all unbelievers. You know, it says right here, the books were open and the book of, and another book was open, which is the book of life. And then down in verse 15, it says, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. The, the very absence of their name, of your name, whoever you may be, will be evidence and proof enough you will have no excuse no return no second chances this is it you will be judged for eternity and you will be cast into the lake of fire but where why let me ask you this question as we continue here why do we uh, focus on eternal damnation why do we focus on the reality of hell we have had several messages in this series of messages on the reality of hell and how it has been revealed to us through scripture the precious and powerful word of god that it is in fact a reality and it awaits all those who reject jesus christ as their lord and savior why do we speak so much and why should we be warning those in the world that are without Christ of its uh, reality and what awaits them if they continue to reject Jesus Christ. Why? Well, let me give you some staggering statistics here. Excuse me. 
in the latest poll taken, 65 million people die each year in this world. That averages out to 178,000 people each day dying. That averages out to 7,425 each hour, 123 each minute, and that averages out to three people each second. We have now been talking for four minutes and 30 seconds, and that means that over (laughs) my mathematical skills are terrible, but the point is people are dying every second. Three people die every second of every day. How many of those people go out and are cast out into eternity not knowing Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? My friends, if you and I have been born again, we have been washed complete. Our sins have been forgiven. We have been redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We should be willing to jump out there and tell anybody and everybody these statistics that we just covered are staggering. And it breaks my heart to know that there are people dying every second of every day. And how many of those precious souls Those precious souls are going out into eternity without Jesus Christ, only to suffer in the place called hell and eternal damnation. You and I have our security. We've been born again. We've accepted the gift of God, the free gift of his grace. Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. We know we're secure, but what about all those that are not? What about our family members? What about our friends that are dying and going to hell each and every day? What are we doing about it? This is why it's so important to place significance on the eternal state of those that continually reject Jesus Christ. You say, well, we can't force them. Yes, but you can tell them. Every time you get a chance, tell them. Because the the fact of Scripture is, and I want to read something from James, the book of James, his epistle here in chapter 4. He says, uh, Verse 14, whereas ye know not what ye what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. Uh, you know, we spoke just a few minutes about Hades. So let me give you a testimony of a man that's in Hades right now. This comes and these words are uh, uttered from the uh, lips of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the Gospel of Luke chapter 16. And this gives us a vivid description of Hades. Now, Hades is the temporary, temporary dwelling place for the lost between, why I say it's temporary, we just read it in Revelation. Hell, Hades will deliver up the dead that are in them. So this man is in Hades right now. Every soul that dies lost and without Christ ends up here in Hades. And they await the day of judgment when they will be resurrected. They will be given an immortal body and then they will pass on to the lake of fire for eternity. But let's look at Hades. Let's look at how this man 
that is we know is there. And this is from our Savior. And many want to say, well, this is a parable. No, Jesus never mentioned anybody's name in any parable. This is a story that he knows. This is an individual that he knows is in hell right now. He says right here in verse 19 of chapter 16 of the Gospel of Luke, there was a certain rich man was, which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man, listen, also died and was buried. The very next verse it says, and in hell. He lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And besides all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou wouldst send him to my father's house, where I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear, hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they, if they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Though one rose from the dead. The word torment is mentioned in various tenses here. Four different times. In these 13 or so verses, it's mentioned four times. Torment. He was in fire. He's in a flame. But there's something I want to note here. The suffering. The wailing and the gnashing of teeth which are spoken of in other scriptures. The worm that dieth not. Hell, Hades, where he is at right now, where every poor soul that has died since you and I have been in the midst of this message has died. How many of those souls are where this rich man is? He said, I'm in torment. I'm in flames. Go and tell my family that they won't come here. Folks, we shouldn't wait till they pass away to tell them or want to tell them. It's too late then. We need to get a sense of urgency. If you are lost and undone without Jesus Christ, you need to understand that there is a reality of a place of torment. There is an eternal place of torment. You will, if you die right now, 
you will go to this place right here where this rich man is, where he is tormented. You will be crying the same things because this man could smell, he could hear, he could see, he could touch, and he could feel, and his conscience was there. He longed for his family members to be saved, that they wouldn't come where he was. My friends, if you wait, you say, well, I've got tomorrow. What did we just read there in the epistle of James in chapter 4? Your life is a vapor that, that is here now and then vanishes away. What is a vapor? You can't even see a vapor and then it's gone. That's how your urgency is right now. You are not promised another second. I just stated as we began, three people have die each second of every day what if that third person or one of those three was you right now where would you spend eternity my friends if you're born again and you receive christ as your savior you have a lost family member or friend what if they died right now they would be right here where this rich man is we need to get busy and tell people about jesus christ i want to look at one one scripture right here in closing but i want to impress upon those that are lost if and that means you have never accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior you don't know him as your personal savior let me tell you something jesus christ died on calvary's cross he shed every drop of his precious blood he loved you enough to give his all even his life and every drop of his blood bled into the ground for you to be saved all you have to do is call upon his name repent of your sins and be saved to avoid an eternity in hell and to avoid Hades and then eventually be released from there to stand before the great white throne, stand before Jesus Christ who you rejected time and time again only to hear him say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I never knew you. Your name is not recorded in the Lamb's book of life, therefore you're judged to the eternity in the lake of fire that burneth with brimstone and that will will be the second death which there will be no return even if you end up in hell right now hades there is no return once you die without him it's too late the the apostle peter said in in acts chapter 4 verse 12 neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That is an imperative. He is the way, the truth, and the life. If you want to be set free from this bondage and this thing over your head that where you die, you're going to die and go to hell and then be cast into the lake of fire for eternity, and you're going to suffer like this rich man. You're going to be in torment. You're going to be in flames. You're going to be crying out in agony and anguish that your family members may come there. Why don't you except Christ. Peter said, whereby we must be saved. Jesus is the only way. Invite him to come into your life today. And my friend, if you're lost, I promise you, if you repent of your sins and say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I want to be saved. I believe that you're the risen son of God. I believe you died on Calvary's cross for my sins, and I want to be saved. 
I invite you into my heart. I promise you that you will be saved today. You will not have to experience what this rich man experienced when he died. Remember what it said. He died. He died and he was buried. And the very next thing that happened, he was in hell and he looked up. I don't want anyone to die and go to hell. My heart is breaking right now as I consider the amount of people. We have been speaking for 15 minutes, almost 16 now. Can you imagine how many people have been hurled out into eternity without Christ? My friends, don't don't struggle with the simplicity you know, don't struggle with the simplicity of it. It is just that easy. All you have to do is accept Jesus and be saved. That's it. All you have to do is call upon his name and repent of your sins. My friends, if you've been saved, you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, I challenge you to talk to somebody this week that you know has not been saved and invite them to have the same wonderful blessing and experience of God's grace and the free gift of God's grace, which is salvation through Jesus Christ and his finished work on Calvary, that they might have what you and I have. I pray that this has been an encouragement to you to Get busy. Get an urgency about you. Number one, if you're lost, to get saved. Number two, if you are saved, to tell somebody about Jesus so they won't suffer the same fate as this rich man. I look forward to the next time we can share in a word from the Word of God. God bless.